welcome back to Eat Me in St. Louis, the new <laughs> Lou food review. I I wish we had like franchised this, and there's also like Eat Me in Seattle. Oh, just wait. <laughs> there's still time. I've already. I swear, once this gets popular, <laughs> I've I've bought up all the URLs. I'm just sitting on them. <laughs> Uh, today we're going to be talking about a restaurant called Mayo Ketchup that just opened a few months ago. That's in Lafayette Square, and it's a mix of Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban food. Uh, before we do this, guess whose birthday it is? Who? You don't even know it's your dog's birthday? Oh, yeah. It is my dog's birthday today. Congratulations. But, you know, we don't know when this is going to come out, so when you're listening to this, it is not my dog's birthday. Yes. I I did that unless on, he gets it out tonight, which is like never going to happen in a million years. Very unlikely. Also, I want to protect your dog's privacy, uh, <laughs> but I did get you. You might notice a oh an urban underdog. Oh yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Tonks. <laughs> All right. So mayo ketchup is a creation from Mandy Estrella, who is also known as Plantain Girl, and her partner Bradley Payne. So where did she get the moniker Plantain Girl? Uh, Is that like a Twitter handle? Is that an Instagram? Well, back in the 90s, she was a hacker on BBSs. and (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm not sure where the name originally comes from, but it's something that she's been going by for a while. For like four years, she was doing pop-ups and walk-up counters. Uh, In Alpha Brewing, she had a place called Alphateria. And in Doghouse in Soulard a place called good bowl and that was like good bowl by plantain girl so wait so she had a pop-up called good bowl in a place called doghouse but it was people food i think so i never <laughs> went but that's our theme for the day so i actually had it at alpha brewing i had her uh pop-up uh when they first started food there but i think we just got like plantain chips or something we didn't really get a full meal yeah but that Touches on her origin story as Plantain Girl. So <laughs> Was she bitten by a radioactive plantain? <laughs> Probably. So one thing I learned is that in Puerto Rico, it's pronounced Mayo Ketchup. And it's interesting because because in America, you I did not know that Mayo Ketchup was a thing that was associated with the islands. Wait, so is it pronounced Mayonnaise? I think so. What? Yeah. <laughs> But when I first heard about it, I thought that that was a strange name for this restaurant. But then it turns out this is the most popular condiment there. And what what did you say was the combination of the cuisines? Uh, Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban. I kept thinking this was American bar food because the name mayo ketchup. Yeah, that might be a problem. That I was like, oh, it's going to have like uh, chicken fingers shaped like dinosaurs and like grilled cheeses. Uh are you, are you mixing up bar food and the kids menu? I mean, I thought it was going to be a like bar food menu like with kids stuff because when I think of combining mayonnaise and ketchup, I think of a 6-year-old doing it. Yeah. But this is apparently a, a age-old tradition in Puerto Rico. It's a very popular condiment. Uh in America we also call it fry sauce. And uh you know, they're also if they would have named the restaurant fry sauce, I would have thought it was bar food. Yeah, I read that it's also called kitchen sauce at some burger joints. 
none of these are particularly appealing names for condiments, in my opinion. <laughs> so is there mayo ketchup that they have on the table? Is that strictly just a combination of mayonnaise and ketchup? No, that's their own recipe that they make there themselves. I ended up talking to Plantain Girl, and you can buy your own there, but at the moment they're not bottling it because the bottles that they currently have that are sitting on the table are really expensive. So you can buy it by the court. I will post a photo of these bottles because I would not have guessed that they are expensive. I mean, it's cost prohibitive because they're sure. made for restaurants and to sell them in a disposable way. Uh, but they are in talks with a local guy who uh, started his business doing hot sauces and sriracha and ended up becoming kind of like a collaborator with other restaurants to teach them how to bottle things. And they're working on that. So is he the one that also did Sriracha Granada, the green Sriracha that came out of St. Louis? He might have been. I, <laughs> you know I only get 70% into my research, so, so. I didn't follow up. I'm sorry. Didn't well, stick the landing. Great. Check it out. And it's St. Louis, so Sriracha Granada. Yeah. Did you have expectations of this coming up? Did had, had you heard it was good? Had you heard good things, bad things, neutral things? Yeah, I I was not familiar with her previous pop-ups, but when this was coming, I heard a lot of buzz around it. Mm. So people have been there and were fans of things that she's done before, and we're looking forward to this opening up. Hmm. Had you? Uh, I had only heard like amazing things, like this is you know one of the best new restaurants in St. Louis, and blah blah blah. So I um, I don't I uh, I never get as excited to go to places like that because i'm I'm like well people have already you know a thousand people have been a thousand people love it like what am i gonna add to the conversation i think that every time we record a podcast i mean we are adding nothing to the conversation but you know we still have to fill a 30 minute (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get to some yelp reviews yelp Russ R. from St. Louis said, The options will not be that familiar, so read carefully. This is not Mexican food. The term fast casual comes to mind, but it's definitely not overpriced hospital food. I don't usually think that when (laughs) people say fast casual, but I'll go on. Uh, It's also not spicy in general. And yes, people do use ketchup and mayonnaise outside of the USA. They do have vegan mayo, too. Just ask them for it. In fact, there are lots of vegan options. They have a deep fryer dedicated to non-meat foods. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, we did the groundbreaking special report on the Impossible Whopper uh, and then later found out that they do not have a separate grill to make the Impossible Whopper. So, And some vegans are upset about that. Yeah, it kind of defeats the whole purpose. So that's a really cool uh, fact that they have this separate deep fryer for vegan options. Yeah. There's also one from Crisiani, MD, uh, from San Juan, Puerto Rico. So he knows the stuff. Um, I've been living in St. Louis a little over a year and uh, craving and missing food from Puerto Rico. And this hit everything they missed from back home. The only two complaints were uh, that the pernil was a bit bland for my taste. Uh, I totally missed that. I thought the pernil was fine. I also don't know what it is or what it tastes like. So, <laughs> but uh, and the arroz con uh, gandules balance it out and the lack of mofongo. 
uh, I read there will be Mafungo in the future, so looking forward to that. The only reason I know what Mafungo is is uh, the SNL skits where they have Keenan Thompson act like he's David Ortiz, and he loves to say the word Mafungo. Oh, that's great. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, I did not know what it was myself, but I did read somewhere that they occasionally have different things there, but the Mafungo is on certain days or when they feel like making it, maybe. That's it's on certain days when they feel like yeah. making it. But that's got fried green plantains, garlic, oil, salt pork skin, chicken broth, and your choice of meat in it. And then we've got one more review, and that's from Myra S. from Ocala, Florida. The stuff are great. Know the menu well. The place is nice and clean. The food is not authentic at all. Don't get me wrong, is okay, but now delicious like you will get from your grandma's kitchen. It has been Americanized. My grandma made nothing like this. So she's right. This is nothing like I would get from my grandma's kitchen. Accurate review. She only gave it one out of five, but overall out of 67 reviews, they've got 4.5 out of five. So they're doing really well, I think. Yeah, and that kind of goes back. That's why I wanted to ask you about it, because I, I figured it was probably really well-reviewed, because I've heard nothing but positive things and only seen positive reviews of Mayo Ketchup. Yeah. Uh, so do you remember the day you went to Mayo Ketchup? I do. Because I remember the day you went the, to Mayo Ketchup. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this on uh, last week's episode. Uh, Alta Calle, please check it out. Yeah. And uh, while you were outside in the cold, wet, rainiest day of the year at a dressed as a pineapple dressed as a pineapple (laughs) at a beer festival across the street uh angie and i went and enjoyed this nice restaurant and um when we went there we were walking up and saw the chaos going across the street and walked in and it was just nice and warm and uh i think the co-owner uh Bradley Payne greeted us when we walked in and asked us if it was our first time and gave us a quick rundown. Um, when you walk in, they have a bar on your left that used to be a bar at the previous location, which I think was called Lurito, Lurito's, and they've converted that into a order counter. Uh, they've given the place a colorful paint job with a tropical feel, so it, it's not over the top, but it gives it a little bit of Cuban flavor. And what I didn't realize about this place was it has plenty of seating. I was kind of worried about going because I was afraid we were going to have to wait in line. Yeah, and when you first walk in, there's like a handful of tables there, like six maybe. Yeah. And But if you walk around to the side, it goes down stairs a little bit, and there's another two rooms there. Mm-hmm. And they've got some really nice photography, these large prints by a guy named Robert Bullivant, pictures of Cuba. They're beautiful, and then at the end of the the restaurant, they've got a little gallery with some paintings down there. So uh, we actually went in kind of off hours. We went at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They're only open until 8, so uh, we were – it was hard to make it after work just because we're, you know, kind of late dinner people. Yeah. But – we went on a Saturday at like three o'clock and we actually went to one of the back dining rooms and then felt bad because we were the only people in the back dining room. So we moved to the front dining room. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to be social and not sit in the corner? We, no, we wanted to not make them walk to a back oh. dining room every time they wanted to check on us. So that's funny. Uh, so I mentioned that the co-owner greeted us at the door. We sat down and we're just talking and enjoying the place and a couple minutes later somebody came up to us and apologized for the wait and we were like oh that's no problem that's fine 
and it turned out that I think our ticket hadn't been put in yet or something like that. Uh, so it was a little bit of a wait. They were pre-apologizing for Ex- the wait. Exactly. <laughs> we're sorry for the wait you're about to experience. <laughs> well, they pre-apologized two more times. I was taking some pictures in the gallery and somebody came out and asked Angie, uh, apologized again and asked if they could give us some sides or something. And Angie said no. And I came back and scolded her harshly because you never say no to fresh. Or to, you never say no to free food. And yeah, it was a little bit of a wait, but I also got the sense that they were really embarrassed about it. And it was a little mix up, but I found them to be super nice. How, how was your experience coming in? It was really nice. Um, like I said, came in kind of off hours. Um, we had heard it recommended to us from multiple people before um, we went in and did something that I never like to do, but we split two entrees. I don't like sharing food, but I did just so I could try a few more things. That's very brave of you, Travis, to uh, share with your wife. I know. Yeah. Um, it's a big step for me. <laughs> um, First marriage, then sharing days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it works. But they were super friendly. Uh, Plantain Girl was there. Hannah recognized her um, and was, you know, said that's the owner. Even with her Plantain Girl mask on? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I know. Secret identity was blown. <laughs> um, but, no, it was it was really nice, really friendly. Um, they were, like, just, just super accommodating yeah. you know they I, I felt the same thing um so that that was really nice they uh the menu was a little overwhelming just because it it's a big menu like on the wall and you do order at the counter um it's not that there's a ton of things to figure out but if you're not familiar with the uh cuisine of puerto rican food and stuff then there's a little bit too yeah well it's kind of like uh if you want <laughs> This is a terrible comparison. If you walk into a fast food place you've never been to before and um, there's no line, you walk directly up to the counter to see the menu and then the person's just standing there being like, just let me know when you're ready. Yeah. And, th- and that was us. And then people walked in behind us and it was that awkward like, you want to go? No? No? I'll no, go? You, you go? You send them through right away. Uh, they had we- no idea what they wanted either. Oh. So then we're just a, a gaggle of people. Not knowing what we wanted. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you what you got. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about our food. And we're going to play a little game. Why? (laughs) Oh, what? Okay. And we're back. So Nick said we'll be right back, and then he actually left. He has a whole setup here for us to play a game. (laughs) A game called Mayo Ketchup Switch Up. Mayo Ketchup Switch Up. Okay. (laughs) If you've heard my other podcast, The Archive, then you know that I like creating stupid games, and this... For sure will be a game that we'll play many times to come in the future. (laughs) All right. So I have in front of us three small dishes with mayo ketchup in each of them. And and I got some fries to use as a vehicle to try these. And we're going to do a little taste test. I don't know which one is which. I put notes under them. (laughs) 
I was like, that defeats the purpose of the game if you're just like, oh, you like that one the best? That came from one of three places. No, I, I prepared this before you got here. I put notes under them, and I asked Angie to swap them around. So, let's give this a test. So, wait, what are we testing? We're going to test which ones we like, uh, and we're going to try to guess which one is from Mayo Ketchup. Okay, where are the other two from? You'll find out. <laughs> well, no. No. <laughs> no. I, I promise you I am not playing any terrible tricks on you. One of them is a pre-made thing from Heinz, which okay. they re- started putting out recently called Mayo Chup. Okay. And the other one is my own recipe, which is just combining mayonnaise and ketchup. Okay. Yeah, that's all I wanted to know. I know. You are. don't have to tell me where it came from. I, I'm just like, well, are these from restaurants or like, okay. All right. I'm diving into the first one myself. I'm, I'm going to try along with you. And I went for jack-in-the-box fries because they're the closest to me. And I made sure to get their <laughs> non-curly fries because they have zero flavor. I like that you put a ton of thought into where to go, as in I went to the absolute closest place to my house. Yeah. Travis is cheating. He used a curly fry that spilled into the regular fries. <laughs> it's pretty good. So... How did you get sauce for mayo ketchup? Well, I told you. I, I talked to her, and they offer it, but you have to get it by the quart. And You got a quart of it? Yes, and a quart is a lot <laughs> of mayo ketchup. <laughs> Ideally, you're... We're going to play this game on the next six episodes. <laughs> I told you. It's going to be long running. But at, even as a fan of mayonnaise, ideally it is in a bottle that you squeeze from and you do not see it. But when you just have a quart that you have to spoon from, it's a little intimidating. Well, Thanksgiving's coming up, so you have something to take to your family gathering, I suppose. All right, what did you think of the first one? Uh, It was good. All right, I'm going on the second. And this is the regular mayo ketchup from mayo ketchup, not the spicy, right? Yeah, I miss that they had a spicy version, actually. This one is a little bit spicier than the first. Now, you're reacting, is that to the sauce or the fries? The, the sauce. Okay. Because these fries are not as fresh as they were 30 minutes ago when I got them. <laughs> At least you didn't get them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not as good. First one, way better. Okay. And I moved on to the third. So, the third one definitely has a different look. If I had to guess homemade off Lucas alone, it would be this third one. Yeah. Paler. Maybe there's a little bit less spices in it. Yeah, that's the homemade one. That's you. That okay. is Miracle Whip and Heinz Ketchup. I it, I do not own Miracle Whip. That was what I would have done if I wanted to spend even more money on this stupid game. Let's <laughs> get some hunts and Miracle Whip and see what terrible <laughs> thing I created. Like make the bottom of barrel. Yeah. Fry sauce. I'm not a Miracle Whip fan. Okay. Um, I'm in agreement with you. I think that third one is the homemade. I think the I prefer the second one. I think that. Oh, you're wrong. No. No, that second one, that's the pre-made Heinz concoction. Because hmm. they put like a wang to it that makes you like. I don't, they're trying to make hmm. it unique. You know what? I think, I, I think you're right. I'm. Try not to taste any of the fry now. 
you know, I had to get the fries because spooning this would just make uh, me feel... No, I'm not going to eat three spoonfuls no. of mayonnaise mixed with ketchup. <laughs> but no, the first one is... Oh God, I'm, I'm going to say all this. I'm going to be wrong. You know that, right? I We might both be, but... But I, the I, first one tastes the most balanced. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's from mayo ketchup. Because I had their mayo ketchup and it was it was great yeah it's it's tangy the second one was spicy a little bit spicy but the one they like put seasonings in i guess to make it unique and not just taste like they mix mayonnaise and ketchup i don't know either way i prefer one and two but i i'm gonna go with one i'm gonna go one is mayo ketchup three is your homemade concoction two is from the pre-made Heinz. Okay. And we're going to do the reveal here. Um, I'm going to let you open that up. So number three, which we both thought was homemade, was homemade. We got that one right. right. We are one for one. We're We're going for the second one that we believe is the Heinz bottled uh, mayo ketchup. And we are correct. That yes. is the mayo chup by Heinz, meaning that mayo ketchup number one is for mayo ketchup. I finally feel qualified to host a food review podcast. <laughs> I think this is when you go to culinary school, this is like the final exam, right? I mean, I think we're technically uh, mayo ketchup sommeliers at this point. I think so. All right. Now that we've proven our expertise, let's talk about the food we got. I can't believe we got those right. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm glad you talked me into going back to the first one again, because I would have felt bad. Yeah. All right. We started with some empanadas. Did you get any of those? Yeah. So um, we got those as well. The mini cheese empanada is hand-rolled dough filled with cheese and with guava sauce on the side. Yeah. I like these a lot. These were just delicious. The cheese in them was warm and melty, but it wasn't super gooey. It didn't like pour out when you bit into it. We saw them hand making oh, these. Really? So when they say handmade, like, yeah, one dude making every empanada. Yeah. And when they say don't enter the kitchen, they mean it. <laughs> uh, these, these had a really nice bake to them. I know you're a fan of the great British Bake Off, and now anytime we anytime we eat anything that's baked, Angie and I like get up there like Paul Hollywood and go, hmm, perfect bake, firm bottom, nice and flaky, good. no soggy bottom. Ooh, it's got a good cut. <laughs> yeah, no soggy bottom. That's that's scrummy. <laughs> and we definitely did this while we ate them, and it was true. Um, and that guava sauce is really good. That guava sauce was unlike anything I've ever had before. It was amazing. It was, it was weird. It was, it was good. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of tangy. Um, I I did not know what it was. I had to look it up later. I was like, I'm... We did, too. Yeah. We did, too. Uh, guava uh, is a cactus, so I guess that's some sort is of... Guava, a cactus? Um, you know the easiest way. What is a guava? Francie fact check. Guava. Sounds exotic, doesn't it? What are they, and where do they come from? 
There are several different varieties of this tropical tree fruit that's grown in Mexico, Central America, and Northern South Africa. They're low in calories, loaded with fiber, and are amazingly rich in antioxidants, vitamin C, and potassium. So, super healthy, great, but how do they taste? I don't think I've ever had one, and apparently I've been missing out on this fabulous fruit. I hear their flavor is like the combination of a pear and a strawberry. In St. Louis, you may be able to find guavas at Straub's, J International, Global Foods, or Whole Foods. Yeah, empanadas, fantastic. Uh, did you get any other starters? Uh, yeah, we also got the Cuban bruschettas. So that was toasted Cuban bread, uh, whipped goat cheese, diced tomatoes, onions, and cilantro. So Francie, not going to be a fan of that one. But um, that sounds really good. They were. The goat cheese was like exceptionally cold, which was like kind of strange, you know? Hmm. So um, it was just a kind of a weird balance of temperatures, but the flavor was incredible. You sent me a picture of those, right? Uh, yeah, I did. That looks really good. Yeah, we can post those up on Instagram. Yeah. Did you get anything else uh, for an appetizer or anything? Uh, no, we, we limited ourselves <laughs> to <laughs> appetizers. Okay, good. <laughs> what did you get for your, your main meal? Uh, so we got two sandwiches. As I said, we got two entrees and split them. So we got the El Cubano, uh, which is a Cuban sandwich. Mm-hmm. So roasted pork, ham, Swiss, American cheese, dill pickles, mustard on a pressed Cuban bread. And then we also got the La Tripleta, which oh, as yeah. soon as we ordered it, the, uh, the lady at the counter said that is the best thing on the menu. Really? So, haha. Um, when I ordered my steak burrito, she didn't say, this is not the best thing on the menu. <laughs> it's, it's like a contest to see if you could order the best yeah. thing on the menu. Damn it, I failed. Uh, but that is a sandwich with steak, pork, ham, Swiss, bell pepper, onion, lettuce, tomato, potato sticks, mm. and mayo ketchup on toasted Cuban bread. How was, let's start with your Cuban. Uh, the Cuban was good. It was a good Cuban sandwich, uh, well-balanced. Uh, there was nothing that really surprised me. Um, I mean, I, I probably would have gone to that first if I hadn't looked into this restaurant. I love a good Cuban sandwich. I don't know if I've ever had a bad Cuban sandwich. I, it's a good combination of foods. So uh, my wife and I were both going to get the La Tripleta. Uh, and then we realized we were both getting the same thing, and that's why uh, we got the Cuban instead of two of the same sandwich, uh, just so we could try a few different things. Tripletta, is that three different meats? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Uh, the three different meats being the uh, steak, pork, and ham. Right. And how was that? It was incredible. Um, it was huge. Uh, we could have split that and just been fine we did not need a second sandwich yeah just reading the ingredients on that it felt like a monster yeah you liked it a lot yeah uh the potato sticks added a really nice texture because mm-hmm. the lettuce wasn't like really fresh and crisp uh it, it kind of wilted a little bit because of the heat of all the other ingredients oh, yeah. but the potato sticks added that like crunch to it yeah um so that was really nice the bread was uh it was soft but like toasty and warm mm-hmm yeah, the balance of the ingredients, it fell apart a little bit, but it was like excess falling out, you know? It yeah. wasn't like the main... Because I'm of two minds about messy food. Mm-hmm. 
if my sandwich is going to, like, things are going to fall out of my sandwich, if it's a key component, then no, I, yeah. I can't do it. I hear what you're saying. Like, if you're picking up a sandwich and it's so full that you're like, I'm going to let some of this fall out and then I'm going to hit that with a fork later and then I'm going to eat the sandwich, then that's a nice little bonus. But if it's just falling apart in your hands then that's a problem yeah and this was definitely like you know there was excess lettuce and like potato sticks like falling you know it wasn't detracting from the overall flavor of the sandwich so i was fine with it and usually uh me and messy i just don't like messy foods yeah Uh, so yeah i got the steak hiberito i had read a lot about it as being one of their most popular dishes and it was something i'd never had before i am a plantain fan actually like I think the first restaurant that I was ever so impressed by was a place in Atlanta called Bridgetown Grill that had Caribbean food, and I don't think I'd ever had plantains before that, and that was part of a new experience for me, and I don't have it that often, and so I was interested to hear their take. And also, you both of your sandwiches were on traditional east bread right yeah and did yeah. you get sandwiches as well or did you get one of the bowls well no the the heberito is a sandwich but it's served instead of bread they have twice fried plantains what yeah so i wasn't sure what that was going to be like and uh, first of all you can choose between uh steak and pork i think i got steak and then it's swiss american cheese lettuce tomato um and i think that's it then they've got the mayo ketchup on the side was yours also on the side for those no mine was right on the sandwich oh, okay they they probably looked at me and thought, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the table they had mayo ketchup, spicy mayo ketchup, and then a hot sauce. And I put a little of each uh, on the sandwich as I was going through it. Yeah. Mine was also pretty messy. And the, the plantains hold up as a bread. They were crispier than I imagined in my mind. Yeah. If you can remember... Talk a little bit about the texture of a double fried plantain because I yeah I'm thinking of like a banana sandwich yeah uh, and it, it doesn't work <laughs> yeah. with the banana in on my the mind it does not work <laughs> uh, but no it's 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 crispy and fried it's got some salt on the top of it it holds together but uh, like you were saying there's just a lot of ingredients in there I decided to cut it in half I think you could also feed two people with it like I ended up eating half of it there and filling up. Uh, it's a good meal. I I thought it was great. It, great combination of flavors I'd never had before. And even, you know, it, it, aside from the plantains, um, it's kind of simple, but the flavor of their mayo ketchup and uh, the combination of things is, was delicious. And Angie also got a Hiberito, but she got the vegan one. And I always appreciate if they're going to go vegan, don't just take out the meat. They uh, still have a lot of tomato in there, but it's got smashed avocado, pickled onions, and potato stick fries. So that had another uh, texture combination like you're talking about to it. That was really good. I would definitely go back for more. I thought the sandwich, something I've never had before, and I thought it was fantastic. They also have bottled Cokes there, which I am always a fan of if we're gonna talk about the beverages i have to talk about the water i know it sounds real dumb but uh they have two different kinds of water that you can get they have a lime water and then they also have a plain water um i also really liked the water pressure of the water dispensers so much that i commented on it (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, you know, it it just comes out fast. I, like, I, you know what? As dumb as your comment is, I really appreciate it because <laughs> I have bought a. Uh, a, a water container for my for my house put it in my fridge and I was like oh this is going to be great and then I pull the thing back and it trickles out at a pace that's just like I'm taking this back I'm throwing it away I like just give me a little bit of that pressure like yeah it, it, I think it doubles as like if their kitchen catches fire they'll be <laughs> able to put it out with the water dispenser they have a hose that connects <laughs> yeah. straight to it did you get the lime uh, I got one of each. I got a regular water and a lime water. Um, I couldn't tell much that the lime water was lime until I got to the bottom, and then it was like a punch of lime in the face. But mm. I just like that they just go a little farther with the water that they offer in their dining room. That's nice. So you didn't get a bowl, did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Two sandwiches. Okay, because I, I looked into their menu before and went with the things that looked popular, but... Um, just the picture of the, of the bowl looked really good. Uh, they have a Ropa Villa that looked amazing. And then I, I read that they also have several other things that may or may not be around all the time. That was the least helpful comment that's been on this podcast. And, and that's, we have said some non-helpful things. <laughs> well, from what I understand, they had some other things that may or may not be around all the time. <laughs> I was going to go into more detail. I appreciate that you trust me to do that. One of them I'm going to mispronounce as Bacalaitos. And that's fried codfish fritters. Another one's uh, uh Queso Blanco wrapped in fried dough. And before they opened, there was a article on them coming soon. And they had a picture of something that they referred to as a Latin shepherd's pie, tambor de papas, that looked amazing. Is Spanish your, like, native language? I took a few years <laughs> of French, and I'm not good at that either. <laughs> um, what, I just love when you say, I'm probably going to mispronounce something, and then when you pronounce it, I'm like, if that's right, I would be stunned. <laughs> Many people don't know this, but <laughs> half of Spanish ends in question marks. <laughs> Upside down question marks. Oh, they start with those, Travis. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, yeah, so that's how much I know Spanish. Uh, I didn't get any of the desserts, but I... You made a mistake. Oh, no. Tell me about them. Uh, we got the, on recommendation, mm -hmm. we got the Trace Leches Cake. That means three milks. Um, you just you went. I looked it up. Three meats, three milks. Three, <laughs> three meats, three milks. Yep, three waters. Uh, yeah, I do. I do think I got three waters. So, Trace Leches cake is three three milk cake. Uh, it is evaporated milk, condensed milk, and heavy cream, and that came with guava sauce on the side. Interesting, but it was sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. It's a dessert. It it was so good. It was so good. That it, sounds really good. I'm I'm sorry for people that hate this word. It was moist. But like Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. All right. I'll, if I'll there's cut. anything worse than moist and someone fake gagging on a podcast. Oh, what if I went moist? Is that better? No. All right, I'm new to this. But it it was so good. 
like you should go back for that cake. I was skeptical at first because we got an obscene amount of food, uh, and I was like, I'm not even going to want this cake. But uh, when we ordered it, they like gave us this look like we had just discovered the Holy Grail in their restaurant, and they were like, we'll bring that out at the end of the meal because we still want it to be cold. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And they brought it out, and we're, did they tell you, this is our best dessert? I mean, it was just uh, written on a chalkboard, and so I think it was their only dessert that day, but it was so good. So worth it. So you like surprises, too? I don't know if that was a surprise. You know, specials. (laughs) I think they call them. See, I read somewhere that they're working with Clementine's Naughty Nice Creamery uh, to create ice creams specifically for them or something. When we went, I didn't see that. I read that later. Um, Did they have their liquor license they didn't. And in fact, Mandy Estrella was there and she was talking about how they're in kind of the final stages of getting their liquor license. And she's really excited. She feels like that'll help them like round out the restaurant. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, I'm going to have to try that dessert. Uh, did you have anything else? <laughs> no, just those five things. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I mean, I know your dog is sitting at home with a cake with candles that are still burning it's like burned down to the cake so i will try to let you go but we do need to give our reviews would you like to go first oh man okay um so this is a tough one for me i i'm gonna give it a high four i liked everything i had this the second sandwich i had not the cuban uh it was it was really uh Really interesting, really different. Uh, mm-hmm. The Cuban was a Cuban, it, and it was a good Cuban. But um, as we've established, all Cubans are good Cubans. Yeah, um, <laughs> but the sandwich. <laughs> I, I was referring to the sandwich. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, yes, I, I you know, and the people, the people, people are very of nice. Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good, but there was nothing like distinctive about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the guava sauce was interesting. Uh, but like borderline weird. Like I kept eating it because I couldn't decide if I liked it or not. But I I was real close to giving this a five. Um, but Wait, hold on, did you ever decide if you liked the guava sauce or not? Um, you did. It was amazing. I lo- I loved it with the cake. Yeah. Uh, the empanadas. I yeah. No. It, it was like eh, kind of. Hmm. But the with the with the cake, it was really good. It gave yeah. like a a little um surprising which i know you like Mm -hmm. flavor to the cake and i know you like flavor yeah (laughs) our two favorite things (laughs) um so yeah i'm giving it a a very high four um i it's definitely worth checking out when you go get the cake okay we've talked about this before but you kept us from giving half stars yes i did and I was also in between four and five, and I'm definitely going with five because you were on the board. So we yourself. can average out to four and a half. Yes. I thought it was great. I haven't had food like this in St. Louis. I think it's a great addition to the area and the city in general. Um, I I was impressed by the uh, owners of the place and the workers in general. They really, we talked about this earlier, but it, it felt like they were there to impress and wanted to make sure that we were comfortable and happy with our food and it wasn't ploying it was just good people proud of their work um the he burrito was great you know if i ever went keto that would be all i would eat forever i think um 
and uh, the empanadas were the best kind of like comfort food, you know. Yeah. Um, I in fact, when we sat down and ate the empanadas for the first time, I was like, five stars, let's go!" Like that would have been <laughs> enough for me. Uh, I love the guava sauce. I want to try it with a cake. Um, I might bring my own cake in case they don't have it next time. No, really, like you should make it, the cake is worth a special trip yeah. to um I the restaurant itself it's amazing, but even if you're uh just looking for a place to grab a quick dessert, like I I would go to mayo ketchup and just get that cake. Uh so yeah, five stars. So we're we're on a streak lately of like good good restaurants. We are. We have got to find Oh wait, hold on, we went to Pizza Hut. <laughs> Special reports don't count. Okay. Yeah, we've got to find some questionable places to go. So if if you're listening out there. Oh, if you hate someplace, <laughs> recommend it to us. Kind of, yeah. Like, I, I kind of want to go to, like, uh, it's easy to find new restaurants that are incredible because you hear about them. Yeah, you could hear Travis's hesitation in reviewing this place because he's heard so many good things about it. Yeah. If you've heard good things about a place and you went and didn't pay off let us know and we'll let you know if you were right or wrong you just never hear of restaurants opening and it's like it's not good but it's there yeah <laughs> so i yeah it, please recommend um those places you drive by and you're like i don't know if that would be any good or i want to try some more hole in the walls some uh more back corners of bars that uh if you love surprises once again uh party bear pizza and tiny chef in the silver ballroom uh it's so good. So I need good. to get back there soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, or, please. or any place that you're curious about. You can talk to us in the comments on our website or on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at eatmeinstlouispodcast at gmail.com. Or if you haven't listed a review for us on Apple and you only want to give us five stars, then do that. And if you don't want to give us five stars, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Um, final thoughts, final thoughts, uh, mayo ketchup lives up to the hype. When they start bottling, get yourself a bottle. A quart is a little excessive. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're looking for just a solid piece of cake, this is your place. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back soon. And tell me I said hi. Happy birthday, Tonks. Happy birthday, Tonks.